Welcome back to the A to Z podcast. We're your host. I'm Alec. And I'm Zach. And today we got a nice, quick, fun podcast for everybody. Um, we're going to talk about some some shows and give us give you guys some recommendations and uh, give each other some recommendations on some stuff that we're watching. But before we get into that, Zach, how have you been? I've been good, man. Uh, I know both of us went back to our hometown this weekend for our sister's graduations. So that was nice, you know, going back, seeing everybody, seeing my sister graduate. Uh, it's, a, it's a big step in everybody's life to get out of high school. So it was great to see her do that. Uh, I got some uh, good fishing in, too, with our friend Zach Porter on Saturday. I hadn't really fished since I was like 12 years old, so I wasn't sure how it would go. It ended up being a really great fishing trip. He took me to one of his favorite spots, and we kind of kayaked out there and just cast our lines and see what we could catch. And I caught a lot, a lot of catfish. Uh, we caught some redfish, caught some croaker. And then the highlight was at the very end of the trip, Zach caught this four-foot uh, alligator gar. And this thing was a monster. <clears throat> he ended up, he, he brought it all the way in, and we like picked it up, and we took pictures with it and everything, and then obviously we threw it back. But I don't think I'd ever seen such a big fish like being caught on land until then. And this was basically a small gar by gar standards. These things can get up to 10 feet. So this four foot one was a little baby, but it was still this Goliath of a fish. So mm -hmm. that was a fun experience. And uh, this week we got a couple new people at work. So it's been cool like meeting them. You know, this one of the new people, he ended up being on our team. So. It was nice to have a new member on our team, kind of someone to share the workload with. It's funny, too, because everybody in the office, we were talking about, you know, should we do something to, like, prank the new guy? We were kind of just joking around. Oh, my and goodness. <laughs> we, yeah, I know. But we decided, uh, like, you know what would be funny? What if, like, we all wore suits on the day that he starts? And, of course, like, they tell every new person the office dress code's kind of, you know, laid back. It's, like, khakis and a polo, basically. So we're like, what if we just show up all in suits and then he feels out of place for like, yeah, man, I mean, office dress code, whatever. This is what we wear. And then like the next day he shows up in a suit, but we're back to wearing like the office dress code stuff. <laughs> and uh, that's at least how we pitched it. We thought it was funny. And then uh, we kind of thought a little bit about it. We're like, you know, that definitely sounds like hazing. We're not going to do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we liked the suit idea. So we ended up contacting uh, our HR a person and she contacted him and let him in on it and we all wore suits on the day he started so it was actually like a really fun thing it like boosted morale in the office we all felt good we all looked good and the new guy was included as well so it was just a really a uh, wholesome experience but yeah that's it's good yeah it's been a pretty good week how about you <laughs> that's pretty funny it just seems like um <laughs> like a I don't know, such like a college thing to do or something you know <laughs> yeah just just to even like talk about and like conceive we definitely uh, thought it was funny but <laughs> no way were we going to try to hate this guy yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> um but it probably does feel good like you know being like the old guy now kind of like before, before you're like you're new to the office and you were telling me about all the stuff and meeting the people and you know you i mean you you had to do COVID stuff so you weren't even there toward the beginning half of it but mm -hmm. now it's like you get to basically show this guy around or like if he has questions you have answers kind of thing you know and that probably feels pretty cool yeah, that's exactly how it feels. It's nice to kind of, I'm not technically his mentor, but it's nice to be able to be there and, you know, he has questions, he brings them to me and I can answer them. It gives me kind of like a, a mentorship kind of feel. And that's always nice to uh, be able to share the knowledge that you've gained with a new person. And, yeah. you know, there's definitely things that I struggled with or like tricks I didn't learn until 
a few weeks on the job and I've been trying to like give him those, those tricks and that knowledge just to help him out and make things easier. So that's been nice. That's good. Well, I'm glad it ended up being wholesome. <laughs> that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it was good. Um, and I'm also glad you're back in the office. That's awesome too. Oh yeah. It's, it's a good time. Um, but yeah, I've been uh, hanging out. It was good to see my family back home. Um, and like you said, see my sister graduate. And it was crazy to think about, like, I was seeing like a bunch of familiar faces, you know, there in the stadium or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I maybe realized like, you know, the, the gap between like our siblings and our age, like I have a lot of friends who are my age who have siblings that are my sister's age who are just now graduating high school. Yep. I thought that was kind of weird. I was like, I saw like five or six people, you know, <laughs> um, just like roaming around and then saw more like as um, everybody was starting to leave. So that was kind of like, oh my gosh, like why did everybody have their child at the same time? I know. And that was the same experience for me too. It was so funny seeing so many familiar faces. Yeah. And it's weird. It's like I knew about them, but like I didn't like make the connection because I mean, you know, in high school, I was thinking about me and my life and my circle, right. my bubble. Right. As most of us were. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now that like, you know, I'm older, I'm thinking about, oh my gosh, look at all these people, like their families and their kids and everything. It's crazy. Um, so it was nice. I was, I was home for about two weeks. Um, got to do some stuff down there. Um, but I finally got back up here um, to my apartment yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, nice long drive. Now I'm back here hanging out. You know, still going, going hard in that, that job search, hanging in there for that. So that's been pretty okay too. Yeah. Other than that, I've been like, honestly, like my mom, I was telling my mom, like, you know, I got to do all this stuff and everything. She's like, well, you should also, you know, you've done a lot of stuff. You've done a lot of work. You just finished college. Like, you know, it's okay to like take a week and a half off of like thinking about that stuff and just sit around, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like take some time. So I've been, I've been kind of thinking about that. Just like, you know, I'm going to relax and watch some TV shows for the first time in a long time. That's what we're going to talk about though. So there we um, go. So I've been, I've been doing that. So yeah, that's my, that's my life. Been taking it easy, playing my new Wii U. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, no, no shame in taking a little bit of time off, especially like your mom said, you know, you just, you just finished a, a five-year degree, you know, go ahead and relax. You deserved it. For sure. All right. Well, let's get into today's get into today's topic. Um, so we're gonna talk about a couple of shows that I've been checking out and that you've been checking out. Mm-hmm. But the first show that I wanted to kind of bring up, and you may watch it eventually, but it's the the Clone Wars series, the Bad Batch that just came out on Disney Plus, like right after um, uh, whatever Star Wars show is on. Mm-hmm. Or no, yeah, whatever. But uh, I've been watching the Bad Batch, and do you know anything about it? Like at all? Uh, I've seen some trailers. I definitely, I watched the final season of the Clone Wars, so I got introduced to them, and they're kind of like this unruly bunch of clones that does special missions, basically. That was kind of the the gist of what I understood about them. And they all have, like, very different personalities. They're all, like, absolute characters. And I knew they were making a show about them, and I was like, hmm, interesting. Uh... I probably will watch it at some point. It didn't fully interest me because the clones to me, I was always like, yeah, you know, they're, they're funny. They're, they're okay. But I was always more invested in like the Jedi and the Sith and all of that. Uh, so yeah. I'm curious to see what you have to say about this show. And I didn't really ever get into the clone wars. So that was like the interesting part for me. Cause I was like, 
curious about the Bad Batch and I've been into like the whole Star Wars stuff like kind of recently and I've been curious to see how Disney's been you know putting out some of the Star Wars shows mm-hmm. um so I wanted to check this one out but I never really got into the Clone Wars like as a kid I would watch a little bit of it and then I remember it kind of got revitalized recently when the final season just came out because they wanted to you know finish that up but I never finished that or watched it and I know some lore or whatever um as we talked about before in some of the other Star Wars content that we have right and I looked up some videos and you know, get some, get some, just to get some prior knowledge. But before I was not really into the Clone Wars at all. So going into this, I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't even know who the Bad Batch was, right? Like you, you knew who they were based off the, the Clone Wars animated series. And so I had no idea, mm-hmm. but to my surprise, um, I haven't, there's a new episode. I haven't seen that one. I've, I'm, I'm a decent way through it, but, um, I was surprised how like, you know, realistic ish it was and kind of how gritty it was and how like, darker some of the themes are mm-hmm. right in the show and we're not gonna go to spoilers with any of the shows that we're talking about here today you know just just to give a bit, little bit of an overview of what's going on though um i was surprised by like some of the stuff and you know and i'm like sitting there just watching it and, like something just happened and i, I remember right, i think i told you about it the other day and i was like oh my gosh like <laughs> like is this like what is the target audience here because it was like what i'm watching right now doesn't feel like you know all ages content right now you know mm-hmm. um you know, like there's some like a pretty, pretty, I don't want to say graphic, but like, um, just, just stuff that you're like, okay, that's, that's, that's real. Like that's some real stuff. And, but that's why I appreciated about it. I was like, wow, this is like really interesting. And like, they're actually like diving into like stuff that like you wouldn't really think about, um, for like a star Wars show or whatever. Right. Like the, the realism of like the empire, like the whole transitional thing that happens between, you know, the Republic and after Palpatine got into, got into power. Right. Like, um, like we're, we, we're like, we know the superheroes of the story, right. The Jedi's and like Luke and, you know, Obi-Wan, like we know all that stuff, right. These people have like power. So they seem like almost invincible at sometimes. Right. But then you have these like clone people and like the, the characters and like, just like people who live on these planets. Right. And they interact with these people and they're basically helpless and powerless. Right. And so, you know, the clone force, the, the, the clone people, they go and meet these people and talk with them. And, you know, you see this other side of like the, the star Wars story that you don't really ever really get to see because, you know, you were always like in the extravagant, you know, like everything is happening, but like here, sometimes you like take things back and people just have these like real conversations about, you know, like, what are we going to do tomorrow? Like how are mm-hmm. we going to survive the next day? Like, like there's a new, uh, currency system being implemented now. And like, how are we going to pay for something, you know, like stuff like that's happening in the show. And it's like kind of cool to see like how they're touching on these different lore aspects of the universe. Cool. That actually sounds like a pretty fun concept to kind of delve into. And I think you make mm-hmm. a good point there. Like the people that we've followed in Star Wars so far, they are like, you know, superhero figures. They almost do seem invincible. And we've never really seen the perspective of like the people that don't have as much power. I suppose we saw like a glimpse of that in The Mandalorian. And that was part of the the real cool nature of that. But uh, we've never seen, you know, all the inner workings of the Empire, like how you just described uh, something as a. Uh, normal as like a change of a currency system of course you know the jedi don't really care about that <laughs> but a normal person exactly. who lives in the new empire would so yeah it sounds interesting yeah so you should check it out and then we can have a conversation about it more in depth um later so for sure a yeah pretty pretty cool show i'll check it out
Um, but you were had some other show suggestions and I was, I mean, I know about the first one, I think, but the second one, I have no idea what it was about at all. Yeah. I'll mention the second one first. <clears throat> it's a, so it's a live action show on Netflix called shadow and bone. And I had seen this, you know how they have like coming to Netflix, you know, there's like a little search bar or a little mm-hmm. category and you can see what's going to come next. So I was on Netflix one day, just bored. I couldn't really find anything to watch. And I went over there and I was like, okay, what's, what's going to be coming? And I saw like a preview for this and it looked really cool. It was, you know, it seemed like this, basically it's a fantasy show. Uh, and from what I got from the preview, it was like this magical world where there's like some kind of dark magic, but also like these real characters that have like these problems and yada, yada, yada. But I really liked uh, the, the style of it and like the, the dark themes that I saw in the trailer. So I was like, huh, you know, this, this piqued my interest. So I marked it as like, I want to watch this. Then I came back to it whenever it came out and started watching it. It turned out to, I, I, I knew nothing about it really going in. It turned out to be actually a really good show, especially for, you know, Netflix, honestly, in my opinion, has been coming up with the shows they've been making. Uh, their Netflix mm-hmm. originals are always pretty good now, in my opinion, or at least the ones that I've seen. And this is also an original from Netflix, and it was really good as well. Uh, and what surprised me, too, as I got to know some of the characters, was that I had encountered these characters before. I was watching the show, and I heard a few names, and I was like, why does this sound familiar to me? And then I looked up the show, and I realized that some of the characters come from a book I had read, like, years ago. And the funny thing was, I had no clue this book had anything to do with this show. So, like, as I was watching the show, I was discovering, wait, like, this is based on, partially based on a book that I read. (laughs) That's kind of a a cool realization. I feel like that doesn't happen often. (laughs) That's a crazy coincidence. For sure. Usually, uh, if you've read a book, you at least know, like, oh, this this show's coming out. It's based on something I already read. It's not, like, a surprise. But to me, it took me, like, you know, halfway into the first episode for me to be like, wait a second. (laughs) So that was funny. But just to give, like, a kind of a summary, I guess, of... You know, not the show, but like what is in this show. Uh, it's, it's this fantasy world, so totally separate from our humanity, right, in our world. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, the whole world is driven by this, this conflict, and that's that there's this huge void cut through the continent. It's like this big black wall, and they call it the Fold. And this, this continent used to be united, I believe. There was a few, like, warring factions, but it used to be relatively united in, in a kingdom. And before the fold, it was like, you know, it was fine. They were, they were all doing well. There was magic, and the magic users were somewhat oppressed, and the normal people were, like, on top. And so the legend has it that this person, they call him the Black Heretic, he, he had enough, or he was, like, searching for some type of magic to fight the the normal people with and he ended up unleashing this like dark magic that created this thing called the fold and it encompassed like it basically cut a line through half of the continent there's like one half then there's this humongous vertical line and then there's the other half basically and so mm-hmm. this fold is just this thick void of dark energy and people need to cross it for like trade and commerce and you know to see their families there were families that were separated by this thing and, uh, you know, they've got to find a way through the fold because it's not just dark energy. There's like monsters in it, too, that'll eat you. <laughs> so they created like this whole new job of cartography. These people, they go into the fold and they like map it to find like ways to get through it. 
and their goal obviously is to get through with like the least amount of casualties so basically that's like the driving conflict in this series you know how do we destroy the fold how do we get through the fold and as you might imagine because of this split between this nation there's like a divide happening between the right and left side uh since they've been split at the start of the show i believe they've been split for a few hundred years they started to like grow apart from each other and like the left side wants independence and yada 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 that's a big conflict but that's just setting the stage uh whenever you first get into the show you're introduced to a couple characters there's this guy mal and then this woman arena and mal is like part of the army so the kingdom it's ravka is what the kingdom's called the kingdom has mm-hmm. Uh, an army of sorcerers led by their black general and then they have an army of humans and then of course the king i believe is like the high general of that so they have this military force and their main priority right now is to try to unite the kingdom and to that to that end they have to travel across the fold you know back and forth the right and left side they also have people on the outside who are trying to like attack them too so basically it's like a military state and I believe whenever I read about it, it's based on uh, Amsterdam and Europe, very loosely. But, you know, you kind of get the picture, I guess. Uh, but yeah. anyway, like Arena and Mal, they're just normal people, you know, and Arena's a cartographer, so she's trying to make a map through the, through the fold. And Mal's just a soldier. But you kind of learn about their backstory a little bit and how they're connected. And then this, like, event happens in the fold, and then, oh no, things change. Magic is introduced, and then you kind of go from there. So I won't spoil too much, but... Uh, there's a whole other side of the story too and this is in like the underbelly of Ketterdam which is a city in Ravka I believe don't quote me on that because I don't know a whole lot about the world but I believe it's in Ravka and there's like a whole new cast of characters there you've got this this basically crime boss named Kaz but he's really young he's probably our age and he's got like a crew he calls them the crows and their names are Inej and Jesper and they do heists basically so these three characters are the ones I mentioned that are from a book I read and uh, they didn't appear until like halfway through the first episode. And that's when I was like, Kaz, that's a very unique name. This has got to be the Kaz that I read about. And turns out it was. But the cool thing about this show is that they wove two books that this woman has written together. Uh, the first book she ever read was called Shadow and Bone. And that's the namesake of the show. But after the Shadow and Bone series, she wrote Six of Crows, and it talks about like Kaz and his crew and like the heist that they went on, you know, these things that they do. And it's cool how they like added Kaz and his crew into this and created like a whole original plot for him throughout the show. Like the, the things he does and what he's a part of is not at all what I read about. So it's cool that I, I'm seeing like a character that I'm, a, I'm aware of and that I know and that I've seen before in a totally mm-hmm. new storyline that no one's ever seen before except on this show so uh he gets involved with like the big scheme and you know everything that's you know magical going on in this world through like a bunch of circumstances so it's cool seeing like these two stories intertwine between like mal and arena and then kaz and then his crew and then obviously there's more to the plot but you know it's a it's a very cool show oh wow so you you said it was like fantasy though right is Mm -hmm. it like you know like knights and wizards and stuff like that like that kind of fantasy yeah it's like it's like sorcerers not really knights uh the army is more like imagine like world war one european army that's kind of what like the human army is like you know they they wear like like guns with guns yep with muskets with guns uh okay i see i see mm -hmm, okay they're they're dressed in like almost russian garb but you know amsterdam and europe i guess it's it's a cold place so that's that's kind of what it's based off of loosely 
uh, you know, you imagine like the tall, like warm hats and uh, the big coats, like the military coats. That's mm, what they wear. Okay. Even the, so even, it's like more modernish. Like yeah, yeah. Modern, modern, but like yeah. Basically, to get a get a good image of it, just imagine like World War One era, like the nineteen early nineteen hundreds, like nineteen fourteen type of deal. That's that's kind of how they dress. The sorcerers, you know, they some of them have like more sorcerer e type getups, but uh, since there's a whole like the military in this world has two factions, and it's like the normal people and the sorcerers. They have their own uh, military uniforms as well that still have like the big hats and the and the uh, cloaks and all of that. So, yeah, it's it's a very like modern like our world in the 1900s type look, but it's got magic. So you know that's kind of that really interesting. That, that's that's wow. what caught my eye. Kind of like the 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 feel of it, you know, and and yeah. looking at the visual aspects of it because. Like, I like fantasy stuff, but I feel like, you know, sometimes the whole, like, kingdoms and kings and queens and knights and, like, the, you know, Lord of the Rings-esque kind of, like, right. fantasy I think of. Um, it's kind of cool to have, it like, that kind of fantasy theme, but, like, in a different setting, you know? I, I, like, I've seen it, like, in modern, modern times, you know, like, now, right? But, mm -hmm. like, that kind of, like, weird time period, like, that seems like an interesting time period to, you know, do that kind of stuff in. Yeah, for sure. I feel like the... Well, at least the thematic mm -hmm. of it, I guess. I feel like the the market for fantasy is just oversaturated by what you're talking about, like the knights and the medieval stuff, right? That's like the typical yeah. fantasy. And I wouldn't have been so interested in this show if it was just like that. I'd be like, okay, whatever, another fantasy show. But it was that that 1900s type feel that got me interested. Like, how are they going to weave magic into this? Like, how is the world yeah. going to feel, right? <laughs> is the fold like okay? So you were talking like it was like a fault line or something. Like I don't know. But you were explaining it. I'm, I'm imagining it like, is it like this like misty energy or whatever? And they like, yes, go into it. And it That's like exactly right. puts them into this, this like, they like, it's like a portal, I guess. And they go into like this different dimension or world or whatever. And they have to like navigate through that to get to the other side. Is that what it is? Kind yeah. Of? So, so you're halfway there basically. Uh, it's, it is this like misty energy and it goes like as far as the, eye can see northward to like upward. Uh, so it's okay. like really tall. You can't like get around this thing. And they even talk about, it's cool. They talk about uh, traveling in the show and they're like, how are we going to get to this place? We got to go through the fold. They're like, well, wait, can't we just go around? And they say, no, that would take us like hundreds of miles off and we, it would take us even more weeks on our journey. So it poses a big problem because of how tall it is too. They can't, I don't even know mm -hmm. if there's like flying machines. They, I haven't seen it yet, but if, if there were, you'd have to go so high in the air to fly over the fold because it's immense. But it's less like a portal. It's more just like this void that covered the ground. Like whenever they go into the fold, they're traversing the same terrain that they walked on before they entered it. It's just there's a fold. This, this mass of dark energy is over it and it's like encompassing it. So they're not like teleported into this otherworldly void. It's just like okay. it's more of this otherworldly void was brought to them and is covering some of their land. So that land still exists and they still, they, they're still traveling the same amount of like distance. Exactly. But like, mm -hmm. but now they have to go through this, whatever. Exactly. Okay. That makes more sense. Yep. Oh, interesting. I might, I just finished a show, so I might go check that one out. Wow. Yeah. I think it's worth it. Honestly, it's, yeah. it's a pretty good show. Shadow and bone. What's the book called? The first you book is called Shadow and bone. And yeah, but the, the, the one with your characters, the one with Kaz and Inej and Jesper is called six of crows. And uh, I didn't even know Shadow and Bone existed. I just I just read Six of Crows, and my sister's so actually you read the sequel. Yeah, it's I I don't know if it's a prequel or a sequel or whatever, 
it's it you don't have to read one to read the other basically i think that reading shadow and bone first would help like with the world building because uh they throw some of the, the some of the same stuff at you in six of crows and you kind of just like got to go with it which is fine a lot mm-hmm. of authors can do that type of writing where you just kind of learn about the world as you go and i've you know experienced that many times so i was okay with it but there's probably more of like uh explanation phase in shadow and bone since it was the first book and it, there's a whole series on it too and what separates them is like shadow and bone and i think it's a trilogy is with arena and mal two of the characters from the show while six of crows is only about like kaz Inez, jesper and their crew so yeah that's like the delineated line nice well it sounds super interesting i might go and check it out like i think the whole that whole fantasy thing with the like World War One kind of setting kind of that interests me a lot. So I'm going to go and check that out. Nice. I haven't looked it up yet. So <laughs> I, my, I have an image in my head. Where I think it looks like, and I'm going to get, it's going to be all wrong by the time I go look at that. So yeah, we'll see how it matches up. <laughs> um, that's, that's my favorite part about like kind of like seeing things and then like go checking them out is like the way that you think it's going to like be. And then you like watch it. and It's like not, at all how you like imagined it <laughs> for real yeah i like being surprised i like having this mm-hmm. image unless it's like you know something like the red rising books i don't know how i'm gonna feel if they make it into like a live action because i have such a concrete image in my head of what it looks like but yeah true when there's something like you know i just i just told you by word of mouth about a show for like 10 minutes so you have like okay a rough idea it's nice to like go in and see oh okay this is actually how it is and be surprised by it i like that mm-hmm. and this kind of brings me to a. Uh, of the next show uh that had the same kind of thing happen to me mm-hmm. and you probably have too because you've probably seen this and so there's the meme floating around with like um like the you know the listen mark meme with the, the superhero <laughs> guy and he's You're like, talking about this point. show yeah uh, that show so i i i don't remember i was watching some youtube video and like the meme popped up and i'm like i've seen this meme i've seen the clipboards from i've seen all this stuff right so i'm like and I've seen like a bunch of like different iterations of the meme and they're like, I see like monster hunter ones, like, you know, just a bunch of funny ones. And I'm like, you know, I should go check out this show because Amazon prime. And I remember a friend of mine brought it up to me. They're like, have you seen that like superhero show on Amazon prime? And I'm like the boys. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, like, cause they were, they were describing like, no, yeah, it's like really bloody and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, the boys. And I'm like, they're like no, it's like, it's like a cartoon. I'm like, so it's animated like what i was confused and i was like wait a minute and so i ended up like figuring it out on amazon prime they have another show that's it feels kind of like the boys and like when i'm gonna describe it you're gonna be like oh what um but it is different for one it's animated and it's called invincible and um you know how in the boys it starts out with like you know huey and he's like doesn't have any powers but he like gets himself into a bunch of crap with uh all these superheroes right Mm -hmm. um and this show the main character he has powers right so it's like this different uh different uh point of view that we're going through that the whole show but um what's interesting about this show um which the same reason why the boys is very intriguing because it gives you like that gritty realism that you know superheroes like if they were real in our world how it would be you know like this kind of gory kind of like darker aspect of like the implications of there being like like uh superhuman people walking around us right mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's not as like dark as the boys i think the boys is like way darker with all the stuff that goes on and with this one being animated they can do like more wacky things right 
like you can have like giant robots and you can have like all this crazy stuff because you can just draw it up right. even though like it it tries to be a little bit more realistic with like its themes and its characters and like like it's gory it's really graphic you know like there's blood there's like things just happening all the time um but like what i was talking about before like with that meme right because i would I, I was like watching it waiting for the meme to happen and like the meme doesn't happen for a very very long time <laughs> mm-hmm. a very 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 long time um and so like i didn't even know what was going on in that meme but like watching it from then and like seeing the meme and then like watching the whole series all the way up to that point um like oh okay now i understand what this was all about mm-hmm. and it was still pretty impactful like the meme doesn't spoil anything it's just like just like going through it i'm like okay and it, it was a pretty like emotional ending i think um but i would definitely go check it out if you like the boys it's kind of like that same thing and there's still like the same like stereotypical some superheroes like kind of fit the same roles as they were in the boys right and kind of the same stuff happens with the main character as it does with the main character and the boys mm-hmm. right and i feel like it's hard to like there's like relationship issues there's like all this all the stuff that you would typically think of right but i think what sets itself apart is the what is animated but also that it you know, he has a bunch of different issues because he is superhuman, right? Um, and there's more conflict that happens throughout the show that makes it even more interesting with him and all the characters that he has to deal with. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much because I say too much. I feel like it's like, okay, then you're going to go through it and be like picking it all out. But um, without saying too much, I think it's super interesting. And it's kind of like the boys. If you like the boys and we talked about the boys, you're the one who recommended that to me. And mm-hmm. this meme is funny. And once you get to like that point, it's not really funny at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so you should check that one. What's interesting is, so I want, I want, I didn't know what your second show was going to be that you were going to talk about. And mm-hmm. you know, I kind of wanted to be surprised by it. I've seen this show. I I'm you it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. I never, we never talked about it, but we I should. like the show a lot. Yeah. We could do a whole episode over it. Honestly, if we wanted to do like an in-depth, you know, discussion. But I like this show and the comparison to the boys obviously is there for this show. It doesn't even it, what's cool about this show is it kind of sneaks up on you. Uh, not I don't mm-hmm. really want to spoil anything either. But at first, it doesn't seem like it's going to be like the boys. It's, it just seems like, oh, it's going to be another like lighthearted superhero show. woohoo! And then within the first episode, stuff happens and it turns dark pretty quick. And that's like to me that was like the best hook ever like you're basically yeah. the the hooks in your mouth you're getting pulled along after that once you see what happens at the very end of the first episode and uh i i had seen the meme before i watched the show but i just with some memes like i'm just scrolling through like instagram or whatever and i see something i'm like okay cool i didn't it didn't even register in my head that it was from invincible until it happened and i was like wait so it wasn't like I was waiting for the meme, like the meme happened. And I was like, wait, is this, is it that meme? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I recognize like the setting and you know, the, the, everything about it. And, uh, the, you know, it was pretty funny, but yeah, this show, this show is pretty great. Uh, I would definitely recommend yeah. it to anybody that hasn't watched it too. Um, we should definitely talk about it more. I, I literally just finished it. Like I watched it last night. I was watching a YouTube video and just came up. I'm like, you know, this has been a thing for a long time. And I feel like I've, I need to culture myself and watch the whole thing on Amazon Prime because I know it exists and I can I have access to it. So I should just just watch it. Um, and I'm really glad I did. It was it was fun. It was interesting. It was gritty. It was graphic. It was. Um, <laughs> but it was it was it was still kind of goofy in its own way, though. And um, yeah, so I would love to go deeper into it with some of the stuff that happens in it. Because 
they are they gonna do a season two it seemed like they were setting that up because it, it's oh, also yeah. from a comic right mm-hmm. there's a there's a it's a comic book um just like the boys is mm-hmm. and so i might go check those out as well yeah from what i understand it's a pretty long-running comic and i uh saw like little tidbits they did like an interview with the the team that was making the show and uh i think the director one of them was like oh yeah could we see this show going for 10 seasons absolutely so i think that they have a lot of content there and definitely yeah. i think is there's gonna at least be a season two so um the only thing i really didn't like about it but i got used to it was the way it was animated i just like mm-hmm. it was really rigid you know it like looked very like i wouldn't say cheap but like i don't know it's like I mean, I'm not an animator. I can't draw very well. Like, I'm like, I can't be like so critical on that. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen some pretty good animation before. You know, like, but like, I feel like it was so. It was kind of weird. I don't know. But other than that, I thought it was fine. Like, the show was good. Yeah, I was hooked the whole time. Like, I watched it within a day. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, what I think there's ten episodes, right? Am I wrong? Or is there ten or is there eight? There's eight. There's and eight. They like range from forty to yeah. I think one was like 25 minutes, actually, like one in the middle. Uh-huh. I was going to mention that, though, because uh, I was happy with the length of most of the episodes. They all seemed yeah. like they were long enough to get the point across of what they were trying to convey, basically, for each episode. So mm-hmm. even though it was you could think it was short for eight episodes, I thought that it wrapped up really nicely. And, you know, as a full first season, I, I enjoyed it a lot with the pacing. I mean, it's probably longer than the second season of The Mandalorian, dude. Yeah, honestly. I mean, some of those episodes were like 20 minutes long yeah. and they were all filler. Oh. Like, <laughs> And we talked about that and how that frustrated us. But this with this show, no filler. Everything has a purpose. So, yeah. Yeah. Good show. Um, yeah. So we'll talk more about that later, probably. But For sure. Uh, I'm glad you've seen it. And now, now I feel like we're on, we're on, the, same, we're on the same page here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. All right. Yeah, Your so uh, talking about animation, I was going to mention as our last show that we're going to talk about uh, Castlevania on Netflix. And I know you've heard about this show. I think a lot of people have. It was the first like big animation Netflix original show. And whenever it first came out, I don't know how many years ago it was, I wasn't interested in it. Like I, I looked at it and I was like, you know, vampires, American animation, whatever. I'm not really into this stuff usually, so I didn't even watch it. And it took a couple years, and I think after they released the third season, I watched, you know how Netflix has, like, little synopsis, not really synopsis, but they have, like, their, their previews, and they have, like, ways to get you ready for the show, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. And also, like, going into, like, new seasons, if you've, like, watched a season, they have, like, little synopsis things, too, to, like, get you caught up to speed. I think... I believe I accidentally watched like the season one synopsis before I even watched the show, but I thought it was like a preview because <laughs> uh, season one of the of Castlevania is only four episodes long, so it's very short. And mm-hmm. uh, I watched like what I thought was a preview, and it was the season one synopsis. That was the first thing at my first exposure to Castlevania, and I watched it all. It's like three minutes long, and I was like, "This is actually this looks really interesting. Uh, I want to check this out and see where this goes." And so I started watching it and talk about gritty. This, this show is just like dark. <laughs> uh, this show, there's very, very few happy moments, but it's funny because there's a lot of humor. Uh, they found like a good balance with this show because the entire show is very, very dark. And at some points watching this show, especially in the later seasons, it was depressing. Like after I finished a few episodes, I just felt like this dark cloud over my head. And, you know, it it did not make me feel good. But 
you know, if, if they didn't have the humor in this show, the whole show would be way too depressing for, I think, most viewers. But they, they do add it in. Uh, the two main characters, Trevor Belmont and Saifa Bilnadas, they are very good about like their back and forth, you know. Uh, they get on each other's nerves a lot. Trevor makes like a lot of witty and funny comments. They have like a lot of little sexual innu- innuendos too. You know, if that's not your cup of tea, that's totally fine. But I think it's pretty funny. And uh, throughout this show, they explore these really dark, intense themes with this really, you know, stylistic animation that I love. But it's also very gory and graphic. So if that's not your your kind of thing, then I wouldn't recommend it. And mm-hmm. if if shows like really impact you a lot. Like if you're the kind of person that you see like something that's really disturbing or something that doesn't sit right with you and it, it carries with you for a while, then the show can be hard to stomach at some points because I'm like that personally. And like I said, there were some times I would like I would uh, end an episode and I would walk away feeling kind of kind of sad, kind of depressed. And I'm not trying to like scare anybody away from the show because I think it's awesome as a whole. Uh, if the third season especially is very dark and and is the, the one i'm usually mentioning whenever i'm saying that it's kind of depressing but if you get through that get to the fourth season uh it all pays off basically so stick with it but i would recommend this show to anybody that is interested in animation and you know likes a, a good full overarching story with a satisfying conclusion because the fourth season that they just came out with is like the end of this show and i think they came out with it just like a month ago uh, but once you get into the show, it's hard to put it down. I definitely thought it was really good and I would recommend it. Yeah, I'll go check it out. I mean, I played the Castlevania video games. I mean, like, that's like what I know Castlevania from. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the the trailers for it. Like, I've always, like, passed it up. And, um, like, I, I like watching, you know, animated stuff. But, like, for whatever reason, like, it just seems to, like, um, dramatic <laughs> when i like it watch is, some of the trailers it's quite again. dramatic <laughs> you know like okay well maybe i'll watch this like whenever like i feel like sitting down and watching it but um no yeah i like i like castlevania so i might go check it out mm-hmm. and uh i definitely heard about the games too whenever i saw the name on netflix so many years ago i was like i know what this is but i don't know if i'm interested in it because i'd never played the games and uh you know i didn't really know anything about them except for the name and that they were about vampires and vampire hunters but the show is much the metal more whips that. things. Yeah. Uh, Trevor, who is Belmont, right? I, I believe from what I know, the main characters in the games are Belmonts, the, the vampire hunters. So this is Trevor. Yeah. I don't know Richter which and Simon. Mm, I don't know which game he's from, but he's the main character for all four seasons. And he mm-hmm. does end up getting his whip. I guess that's a minor spoiler because he doesn't start out with it, but <laughs> he gets his whip. So, you know, it's, it's classic Castlevania. Yeah, that, that's like the main weapon of choice. Mm-hmm. You like just do your little whip thing. And uh, um, the fight sequences are awesome in this show. Uh, you know, like you mentioned how Invincible was kind of like, you know, blocky, I guess. What, what was the word you used for Invincible? Uh, like, rigid. Rigid, yeah. Uh, this is very fluid, the animation in Castlevania. It's very smooth. And the voice acting is awesome, too. Like, whenever I say smooth, it's like, the whole show is smooth because like the voice acting it's very like cultured you know it feels very like polished and in the show itself the animation just is so seamless and what's interesting too is some of the conflict it can be very quiet during this conflict you know they're, they're fighting it's an intense battle but like the way they're fighting is it just feels so polished like the these unnecessary loud sounds aren't always you know something that needs to happen for the the, the conflict to just be awesome so mm-hmm. that's 
what I like about this show. And it, like you said, though, dramatic. Yes, it's it's a very intense show, and uh, a lot of dramatic instances do happen. So you gotta you gotta like nuance basically to enjoy this show and and big dramatic storytelling. Nice. Well, I'll, I'll probably check that one out too. I mean, I'm just sitting around the next couple of weeks, so I'm gonna go on a binge spree and watch all this all this stuff while I have time. Yeah, for sure. Castlevania is good too because you know the whole yeah. thing's out right now. You can just watch them all. <laughs> good. That makes makes me want to play some Super Smash Brothers and play as the Belmonts. Yeah, there you go. I don't think I've ever played who it's is it uh which Belmonts in Smash Bros there's two there's simon and richter okay they're both I've, I've i don't think i've ever played them as characters in smash bros but now that i know who they are i, I might have to give them a try yeah i'm gonna main richter or something <laughs> yeah he's not trevor though that's the only belmont i really know <laughs> yeah true that's funny all right dude that's a that's some pretty good pretty good stuff i'm glad that we we're on the pa- same page with one show so we can now we can like talk about that um maybe even next week who knows yeah um, for sure i'd be down yeah, so we got to do that, and then we do our working on our Monster Hunter uh, review, and now the 3.0 is out, so we'll, we'll get that out there ASAP, and we'll have a video for that one as well. Mm. But with that, Zach, I think we'll end it right there. Yep, sounds good, man. All right, we'll see you later. See you.